When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for watching the Instant Reaction. For full episodes of the Canon Podcast, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Welcome back to the Instant Reaction. Arsenal 1, Fulham 2 at Craven Cottage. Um... Yeah, lots to lots to unpack. Maybe if we just pass it to Saka again. Maybe if we just keep passing it to Saka. Um, maybe, not, I wanna pre- maybe not throw it into the box at all. <laughs> just not shoot. Just, no, just not try to score. Just, just not do anything. Saka, just keep Should giving it to just... Saka. It'll work in the end. Um, look, in these situations, there is, uh, there is always an edict, I think, to try... And work out what is frustration, uh, uh, and what is the baby, and what is the bathwater. Um, and I think that is the goal for me of this instant reaction to work out what is, you know, oh, this player's terrible. Okay, it, you know, that might be form, this might be whatever. Equally, there are some things that I do think probably need some some addressing, uh, some addressing, and some looking at, and hopefully we can try and work out what that is over the course of this instant reaction. But. Um, yeah, let's let's start with overall thoughts, mate. What were you? Uh, how are you feeling? I'm angry. I'm very angry. Yeah. Very, very, very frustrating performance. See, against West Ham, I could sit here and go, look, they tried, you know, made some chances. We're, we're trying the right thing and we're doing the right thing and it didn't quite work out. I could take that. But when I have a defeat like today where we keep getting opened up consistently with ease, right? And you could just see that everyone was lacking intensity. They were like two steps off the Fulham players yep. and you're getting outworked by a, a, a mid-table side that's not, not won a game in three games hadn't scored in a few 15th, games either 15th. right if you're, if that's happening to you it's just frustration because look you know we can talk about injuries and stuff but most of our players were fit today uh, and you could add the fact that you had Tommy Asu come in the second half as well but a real lack of intensity and it really really frustrated me because I'm thinking to myself look if you're fighting for a tight you just drop points at home and a, and a game you could have said you got unlucky you can't play like that you can't play with that level of, of a lack of intensity um, and it's got to be accountability for it. Yeah. Yeah. Really poor. Really, really poor. Um, and yeah, trying to work out exactly where to start with this because it's it's there's, there's a lot of stuff to unpack. Um, I think, look, in, in terms of the application on the day, 
you know that there's there's certain basics that you just that weren't right um just speaking purely about today um the first first touch the second touch every touch uh often poor passing was poor intensity in the tackle was poor we were getting to no second balls we lost a lot of duels so all the basic stuff was was wrong uh or certainly not not as good as it can be and then um i also thought tactically arteta got today wrong um i think in the first half that the he had a quote recently talking about about control and sort of the idea i think we might have talk, spoken about on the podcast um and sort of being conscious of where on the pitch you want to control things and in the first half i felt as though we essentially didn't pull Erdegaard and Havertz down because we wanted their their midfielders to jump up and to play it through their press and be away and when we did get it through to Havertz and Erdegaard in that first half and that first sort of 20 minutes we were away we, we had an overload in the middle and we looked great we then had no execution so we couldn't do anything with that but the problem is Fulham by having an underload in the, in the first phase, they completely suffocated us. I think we lost a lot of confidence in that first 20 minutes. And then from there, everything just sort of starts to, to, to witter away. I also think we look tired. I'm not, that's again, people go, it doesn't matter. It does matter. If you've ever played football, you know that if you're tired, it, it is really hard. It's a part of the picture. It's not an excuse. I'm not saying that's the whole thing, but I do think that's part of it. Um, yeah, there's loads of other stuff, but God. It, it, it was a suffocating performance for me to watch. I, I was, all my energy went, I just fell into instant depression watching that performance because it was really, really boring. Really boring. Because you're thinking to yourself, as an Arsenal fan, you know, of a team that, that is trying to fight for a title, you think they're going to make a chance. They're going to do something. But it, you didn't have that feeling whatsoever. And so you just sat, I just sat there and just sat back. I said, oh, they ain't scoring. I could, And that's like the first time this season I've sat there going, they ain't scoring. Yep. And you're thinking to yourself, you've got Trossard, Jesus, Saka, you know, all these players on the pitch, even in Ketya as well. And that's not happening. You know, yep. there, there was something definitely wrong today. Yeah. Arteta has no plan B and has hit his ceiling as a manager. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the baby. Let's find out what the bathwater is. Arteta has not hit his ceiling as a manager. We're, we're in a slump. We've not been in this situation many times. So let's work out what's actually wrong. And you know, give him some time to actually fix fix what the problem is. I don't think I think it's far too reactionary. Let's look at the attack because the attack the, the attack seems to be the issue. You know, defensively we weren't good enough today, but that's not been a problem long term. We've seen a lot this season that the attack has been has been strange, and I think it's the patterns. You know, I kind of joked about it at the beginning. It's the lack of um, the lack of innovation in the final third the seeming desire to just constantly play it out to Saka on the right-hand side without any desire. And there's so many moments where I saw a slip ball through to, to Erdegaard or a slip ball through from Rice to someone else or into Rice in, in the pocket. And we just don't do it. We play it out to Saka. We feel far too coached in the final third. Um, I mean, that's that famous clip of Thierry Henry, right? We talked about like, he, he get you to the final third and then it's up to you and your intuition. And I'm not sure that's completely applicable to the modern game. I, don't, I think you need to be a bit more coached in the final third now and there are certain principles you can apply. But it just feels as though Trossard was about the only person who, who I didn't know what he was about to do in the final third. And that's the problem. If I can sit here as a spectator and as a fan going, I'll tell you what Saka's about to do, he's about to do this. I'll tell you what Martinelli's about to do, he's about to do this. Odegaard's going to sit on the edge of the box, have a load of touches and then play it backwards. You know what each player's about to do. You know, I don't want to get into overcoach. I don't know. We're not on the training ground. We don't know what the instructions are, but something about the attack has to change. Yeah, it feels ro uh, robotic. It feels very slow. 
Um, and it's a lack of risk takers. That's what it is. And you've got players that can that can take risks. You know, Bakaya Saka and Martinelli are prime examples of that. But they're not taking risks. So it's not a matter of assigning because the players are there, the profile was there. But it's just a matter of allowing them to do that. And they've done it in certain games. It was a, a game in the Champions League against Sevilla where I think Martinelli had like a record amount of dribbles. And likewise, Saka. So they can do it, but it's just a matter of allowing them to. Um, it doesn't feel like we're actually maximising the profile of our attackers. Because I feel like it, so so much can work, but it feels like they're getting forced into errors that are not comfortable or not maximising. Yeah, I mean, in the Champions League, it's, there's different spaces. You, you, you're, you're asking players to do different things. They have more more time on the ball, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, you could see it with that finish when the ball drops to Saka. He's panicking because he knows he's only got so much time in the box and actually he had more time than he thinks. But naturally yeah. in the Premier League, you think you have less time and you normally do. But in that situation, mm. he didn't. I think that betrays a, a kind of mentality towards towards the game. And look, you know, if Gabriel Jesus is, is an inch or two further forward and he finishes that chance or Saka, you know, you know, puts that ball away that we were just speaking about or whatever, you know, these are fine margins. So you don't, again, it's always, I'm always cautious of, throwing it all away and saying not good enough or you know whatever it's it's not that it's about understanding why how we can put ourselves in more situations where the fine margins can go for us and the truth is we're not having enough you know last game the problem was you know we had too many touches in the box and it was our finishing um and that feels like a maybe a common theme but today it was it was getting into the box that was really really the problem again I, I, I hear my the other counter argument, which is well, actually a lot of the season we have been able to, you know, we found a way of getting into the box. I, I don't know, but broadly speaking, I just do think it is far too predictable in the final third. It's far too predictable. We need fresh ideas, and I hate always looking to the market because there's there is, um, it's it's quite not necessarily an easy answer, but it, it, it's it's something I, I would prefer to have an internal fix. You can't just constantly look to the market. But I look at the way Saka and Martinelli play at the minute and I can't imagine them operating in a different way under Arteta, um, which isn't to say they can't. I don't know. I just, I currently can't. I don't look at them and go, yeah, Saka could operate in a slightly different way. Maybe he receives the ball sooner. Can he try to drive inside? Do we create space? I don't think he's helped by the fact that Ben White and, um, and Tommy Asu didn't, didn't particularly help him. Um, I think on the other 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 side, I think that the connection between Jesus Havertz and, and and Martinelli is completely broken. But they were our they were our threats last season. So you know we have to look to them and see see if they can they can do anything about it. Yeah, I think last year the thing we had in the first half of the season was a lot of the attackers would stay together. They'd stick because they start every game. And there's been a lot of topic and changing the season that to injury and down to unavailability to now where it just looks disjointed. There doesn't seem to be a cohesive attack or any pattern of play or any go-to attack. You know, Man, Man City have got that <clears throat> <my bad. clears throat> that pass from De Bruyne into the box and we don't have that right now. We, we're trying that with Saka to that far post, but we're forcing it too often. Now. And we started off with, the, with this uh, interaction of just passing to Saka. It doesn't work all the time. You need to have variation. And I think, yeah, it is, it is a matter of maybe that Fabio Vieira profile, you know, but... You know, he's not the answer right now. If Fabio Vieira was fit, he wouldn't change today's game massively. Mm. But that profile, that that's that's why Mikel Arteta signed him, is that find that passing behind. Which mm. of our Arsenal players today was actually threatened to play that ball behind? Mm. Not a single one. It was all, yep. you know, in front and they, they, they full and player presses them and you go back again and you start reset again and again and again and there's no risk taking in that final third whatsoever. There's not a player. Mm. And we saw it a little bit with Trossard and I was like, yeah, go on, a bit more of that. Just like, you do so. Give me something as a fan to actually go, okay, we might actually score. 
you know, because if, if I can predict it and I'm a football fan, I'm pretty sure professional footballers that are playing in the Premier League are going to know what's happening. I think you're right. Um, Shiam, thank you for your contribution. Uh, it feels like if the Arteta start of attack is figured out, the young boys can't find solutions on their own on the pitch and they lose confidence. I want to try something quickly, uh, yes. see if I can share this on the screen. I think one of the big things that has changed is teams are setting up ever so slightly differently against us and it's really killing us. I think last season, can you see that, mate? Yes. So last season, we obviously had Saka, Erdegaard and White on this on this far hand side, right? And we had these triangles. I'll try and I'll just change the numbers so people know who I'm referring to. We had these triangles, right? And we knew that that was working. Firstly, White isn't overlapping. I don't. I I, I hate going with the he's injured. We don't know that. And if he is injured, then we need to find different solutions. And it's been many times this season when White has played over Tomiyasu. So I, I don't I don't buy this idea that he's just injured and that's the problem. I, I think there's there's we've done a lot of logical leaps. So he's spending a lot of time here. But secondly, last season when the ball was played out to Saka, he attracted a lot more defenders. And what killed teams was that connection into the half space because Erdogan had a bit more time to to go and do that. Now teams are dropping and doubling doubling up their wingers often or sometimes their wingers are either coming back or. They're just giving a little bit more space to this player here so he can get into Erdegaard sooner. The thing last season, the reason the right side at, to, was, was so effective was because of the support of White, but because Saka was attracting more players. Now teams are setting up in different ways, whether it's they're pulling the winger back or they're pulling that defender, uh, defender a little bit further over. And it's not working in the same way. That is a big problem for me. Um, and you know it's one of the many problems in the final third. Another thing is the is the... I think teams are being more physical with us in terms of working with Jesus. Um, uh, I think obviously, you know, there's a, there's a form thing, there's a confidence, there's loads of, it's, it's never one thing. Um, but tactically in the final third, we need to find some different solutions. And I don't know whether it's changing formation or I, I really don't know. I don't know. I, that's why I like a lot of Arsenal fans right now are really just frustrated because they don't know the answer. There's not a clear, oh, if that player comes back from injury and it's going to solve everything, or if that player starts, a lot of our key players are underperforming right now. But I don't want to overgeneralize too much because you look at the, the recent performances we had, you know, against Villa, we, we were defeated, but I think we were the better team. Even against West Ham, I would still say we were the better team in terms of transgression, right? But we were defeated. In this game, was the first game I could say maybe this season, especially in the Premier League, we've lost a game and I've gone, we were clearly. The worst mm. team, clearly. Yeah. And in a, in a way, just to, sorry to drop, but in a way, if you flip that on its head, that's kind that's of a good, good thing. thing. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm not, I'm, I don't want one, to focus on positives or whatever. But, that was the know. inner optimist of me saying, like, listen, uh, yeah. this is the first time I can sit and go, we've actually been the worst team like, by a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kieran52, thank you for your contribution, mate. Zero effectiveness from our wing backs. Also, rice when teams are running their channels and cutting back is suspect. Notice since Lons away. I haven't noticed that personally, but interesting um what do we make of rice's performance uh good and bad there was parts that i liked uh there, there was some passing that was that was cutting through and i like that that, that he tries to help on the right hand side getting forwards trying to mm. drive through a few players try um but he seems like he's got uh, well he does he's got a lot of defensive responsibilities and so at times as you can see with the, you know the cutbacks He's gonna have. To, there will be an overcompensation. There will mm. be when you've got the only midfielder, you've got two attacking number uh, number tens basically playing in front of you. Mm. You've got to do a lot of defensive work there. So yep. for sure, you know that's an area where he can struggle at times. But I don't think he's poor defensively. It's just a matter of he's got a lot to do. I think you're right. I, I also I, just to pick up on the on the wing back point as well. I do think on both sides. Um, 
I don't think we can necessarily describe them as wing backs, but I think White, for whatever reason, isn't supporting Saka. I don't buy the physical side of it as much. Maybe it's an element of it. I don't buy it. And on the left hand side, like, seems... I think I think we would have played with Zinchenko. And I think I think I even saw maybe you saying, um, you know, be careful what we wish for with Zinchenko because you know, especially in games like this, he does progress us. He does make us look 100%. a lot more in control in in certain ways. Um, the. I saw a comment. Where was it? Uh, yeah, Mohamed Basha. Yeah, how many break? How many minutes have our starting line played so far? It's not just about physical fatigue. You need mental breaks also. And this, I think, this is another factor. Again, it's never putting it down to one thing. It's a factor um, that I, I do think a lot of these players have had a, a lot of minutes. And you, you look at the likes of Saka, Martinelli, Rice, Erdegaard. It's a, it's a lot of minutes and it's a lot of time and concentration. And um, yeah, um, the, <laughs> on this. It's over. We won't win it. Look, guys, if we really look at the Premier League table, like, and, and I know it's really disappointing, and I'm not, I'm not in any way suggesting that this is this is acceptable or whatever. And there's there's problems that 100 that we need to we need to talk about, and we, and we should continue to talk about. But if we have a look at this Premier League table, you know, we can't say it's over. It's not over. Let's let's calm down. We've had we've had we're in a poor run of form. Look at that loss, win, draw, loss, loss. We're in a poor run of form, but we're still. Two points off off um, uh, Liverpool. Yep, they have a game in hand on us, but we're still two points off top. We're still two points off Aston Villa. We're on the same points as Man City. Okay, they got a game in hand. We know how quickly things can change in this league. You know, what what we, we top at Christmas, thinking how great everything was. You know, so so things things change very very quickly. We've got you know half the season left to go, and 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 a lot of players to return. We've got January. There's lots of reasons to be optimistic. But that's not, and again, the problem is when you say that, people go, oh, you're ignoring the, the negative. And I'm not ignoring the negatives. It's a part of the picture. The other part of the picture is how do we um, how do we uh, fix our attack? Um, I think the, the, there's a creeping concern defensively. Um, I don't think it's a structural thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know with, with the defense. I haven't really worked out exactly how I feel about it. But um, today just felt, what was the two? What were the two goals? They were the the sort of the one where it drops in the box from the corner, and generally Fluke. we've been Fluke. all right from corner. So I'm not you know, again. I'm trying to look for patterns, not just blame individuals and no, saying two of the goals we've conceded in the last two games have been flukes. There's Zinchenko when he comes off comes across to take off Gabriel and it kind of goes up but doesn't go up. It's a fluke. That's what it is. It's, it's luck, right? If we score, that's a lucky goal. And then it's the same with the the corner. He he cleared it into a player and it's gone. In, Luck's going against us right now. So it's kind of compiling everything together. And then what happens is fans obviously have the idea they had in the first place of we're a lot worse than last season. And now it's compiling that together. Oh no, we're the worst. Uh, yep. You know, and that's why you're going to get a lot, obviously a lot of fans that are going to overreact. But I guess it's fair, you know, because they're fearful. They want to see the best for the team. Mm -hmm. um, and I can sense why it's there. But I just want to, you know, for the best because I feel like there is still a lot to um, back. I think all it takes is two, three wins in a row now. And you, you're back up there again and you're back yep. in the conversations. Maybe we need this time away from the spotlight because we've been top top of the table from most of the season anyways, most of last season as well. And, you know, you don't, that doesn't guarantee a title, by the way. Mm. So maybe it takes a little little step back to actually take some two, two three, uh, three steps forwards. Yep. Our corner defending is lousy and has been so since last season. It's, it's just it's not, not true. It's just not true. Sorry, look at, I'm, I've got some stats up for you. These are, this is our set play XG against... We've conceded the least in the league. Yeah, it's like, just not true, guys. Like, I, I, and I know it feels like that way, but it's just not true. Um, so we have to try and be careful about, like, you know, what what are we, what are we yeah. trying to fix and what are we not trying to fix? And I think throwing everything away 
when there are things that are working is is silly. So, you know, let, let's try and fix it. So I think I think we're looking at a potential worry about some defensive concentration, uh, which I think it could be related to personnel. I think we're definitely looking at attacking patterns and how 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 that's structured. I think our ball progression is still okay. Um and our finishing obviously is still a is still a concern. Um those feel like the big the big things for me. 100%. And I think even in terms of we talk about the attack, prior to this game, our non-penalty XG was getting higher and higher per game. You look at the game against West Ham, the game prior to that, even against... We were making more and more chances, so the attack was definitely improving. Today, it's just... I want to hope that it's a one-off performance where we, we were the bet off, off the, the worst team in terms of the basics, in terms of the intensity, which is not normally the case, by the way. How often can you come out of a game and go, Arsenal were the worst team in terms of intensity? Normally, yeah. we're the team working them off. So, cool. you know, I, it was like that game where, was it, Villa, I guess, is Man City a few weeks ago, where Villa completely outplayed them and it was just mm. teamed in terms of intensity as well. So, I feel like, um, I hope that's a one-off and I, I'm sure Mikel will be going into the right now. Yeah. Sure. Mikel, he's not, Mikel he's not sat there thinking, this isn't Ten Hag is going to come out and say it worked worked well for us or Emery is going to say tactically it worked how we wanted it. You know, clearly he's, he's not going to be happy. Malachi, thank you for your contribution, mate. I don't understand why Nelson doesn't start when he's on the pitch and it's all down the right. People hate Zinni, but we needed him attempting to break the lines. Also a reason why we need Partey. I think we've spoken about Zinni, but Zinchen- uh, Partey and Nelson. Nelson... Didn't have his most effective game, but again, you've got to consider the game state. You've got to consider, you know, is, was that the right game to have Nelson in? Because he is in that sort of camp of players. I think, as, as I've said before, there's four or five players who can work in every game state. And there's a number of players, Smith Rose, Nelsons, Trossards, who who just work in certain in certain games better. And I'm not sure this was the game for Nelson. Um, do, do we worry about him taking Martinelli off? Or, or, or maybe what do we think about that, that sort of uh, choice? In this game, or just in general, because he always takes Martinelli off. As in, yeah, in general, yeah. I think he takes him off because he is the easiest player to take off out of the front. That's what it is. You take off Bukayo Saka, and it's a massive conversation starting. Because he's the, in terms of difference makers, who's been a more consistent difference maker in the past season is Bukayo Saka, over the past two, three years, Bukayo Saka. So you keep the player that you trust the most in the final parts of the game. Mm. And he trusts Trossard more than Martinelli in the final mm. parts of the game. Because mm. he thinks that, you know, experienced player who's normally a good finisher in, in front of goal, give him a chance, he might score. And we've seen it yeah. this year, you know, that, that goal against Chelsea is a prime example. Yeah. Um, Partey as well. I, th- I think we do, you know, every player becomes world-class when they're sat on your bench. But, you know, I think mm-hmm. I think Partey is, is 100% a, a, a factor in this. And you can just, if it's not only the player himself, it frees Rice up to do different jobs and, you know, I thought actually, I didn't think Kivior had a particularly good game, but in the opening 15 minutes, Kivior was stepping in and stopping Iwobi actually quite quite well. And I thought, if Rice is a bit further up the pitch doing that job, can we play with a different type of left backs? You know, it's it's all it's all sort of jigsaw pieces. Linked so together. yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's just another option that we that we do miss. Uh, thank you again, Akana Design, for your contribution. Team doesn't trust either Nketiah or Jesus. I never saw a cutting pass into the D where Nketiah likes to spin off a centre back, or Jesus likes to back them into goal we can get Tony but it won't change much uh, yeah specifically on the cent- centre forwards I think I do buy Arteta maybe saying that Jesus needs to be a bit more fresh or whatever but equally I think you just start with your best players so I, I wonder what he thought about what happened at West Ham I think we're in a catch-22 where we have a brilliant facilitative forward in Jesus who does so much for the team, maybe less so this season, but, but but still does a lot for the team and isn't the best finisher. And then we have, on paper, a very, very good finisher who maybe is 
I saw a thing recently saying something along the lines of Eddie plays for Eddie. And I agree with that. And I think, I think Eddie does a lot of work stood on the last line, waiting for that ball to be spun in behind and not, you know, he does a bit of facilitative work and I'm not, not writing that off, but it's not his absolute strength. So we kind of got two players with slightly different skill sets and not one that can come together and, and, and be everything for us. I do feel Babs, that we need something in January. Um, I hate, looking at the market and I also think we need a defender more urgently honestly as, as I've said in terms of numbers you know I think if, if Zinchenko is, is, isn't fit and Tomiyasu goes away to the Asia Cup of Nations we've got our four defenders and Cedric Suarez so we need something um, but looking forward is is there some something on the market that you can see us doing? Because I just think we need new ideas it's not even necessarily I don't even necessarily want that next level striker I just we need some some kind of new ideas and impetus. Someone who's a bit more direct. Someone who's a bit more mm. who's going to take his man on. I mean, when when's the last time we saw someone really take their man on? I I, I don't know. That's that's the most annoying factor is because we've got players that can do that. So yes, mm. we can sign a Pedro Neto who's amazing at that. But we've got players already at the club that are pretty good at taking players on when they try. Gabriel Martinelli, Bukayo Saka. So I'm trying to figure out: is it a matter of system or is it a matter of personnel? You know, so the Arsenal keep getting linked to the likes of Pedro Neto. But if he was to come into the team, would he perform differently to Gabriel Martinelli? Mm. Because that's clearly, be exactly. that's, that's, that's clearly a profile. Exactly. That's that's clearly a profile set at once. And you think about how would our team look like right now if we had signed Mudrick last season mm. instead of Trossard? Would he be starting over Martinelli? Would he be providing, you know, providing a little bit of something different? So I think we need pace, for sure. I think our attack lacks a lot of pace. Um, and that's why we're not asking questions behind. Um but in terms of who that's going to be, it becomes a matter of opportunities. There might be a loan transfer. There might be a short-term transfer. I don't know if they're going to sign a long-term player. And unless Mikel Arteta goes, I think Ivan Tony guarantees a title for me this season and I need to sign him now. And I think he can guarantee me more than just a title this season as well. And mm. he becomes really fixated on that idea. I don't think it happens. Or, you know, somehow they've got to just go activate Osman's release clause. Yeah, and I, I, I yeah, I, I, I just can't see that happening from from so many perspectives, specifically FFP as well. And I also, I think with Tony, they're not going to do anything other than a loan. The the minimum they do is a loan with obligation. They're not going to give us a loan, a straight loan or a loan with option. It's just not going to no, happen. No, no, of so, not. so uh, yeah, uh, diffidence. Thank you so much for your contribution, guys. We have to sort out our front five. Let's be frank. Out of the top four, we're the lowest of getting our front five. The XG disagree. Uh, I'm not sure it's the lowest out of the out of the top four I don't know I don't know those numbers you, you know supposedly Man United are a top four club um, but look they <laughs> we can always laugh at United um, but uh, yeah look it's it's certainly a problem <clears throat> I'm sorry to go back to the um, the tactics board but just to make another brief point um, I do I found a lot of the problem if I just move these players out of the way is where our players our players in the final third are receiving so for example Saka He's often receiving here uh, and he's able to get inside so he can access these kind of areas. But Martinelli, for for the most part, a lot, is either receiving it far too early here or receiving it far too late over here. So he can only access the box here. It's that sweet spot here where Martinelli can, can drive inside there that he's not receiving it. Saka manages to do that because he has a bit more support. But I don't know, there's, there's something there's something slightly off about the way our our, our forwards receive it and I think that's another uh, another issue and Malachi says I don't think we have an elite dribbler and uh, maybe not I, th I th the main thing for me mate is the taking players on and doing something unpredictable and, and the problem is you can't necessarily 
account for that. That's something that just needs to come from 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 your team. You need you need you need someone who's willing to do that, has the personality to do it. But I wonder whether Arteta stops them. Because who who have we had under Arteta who is a maverick who stayed in the team? And by the way, I don't like I don't think, you know, if you look at top teams now, they have wingers who who do a very specific job. You can't have Iron Robin and and, and Ribery anymore. But there is a level to which if it becomes so functional, if you just have Grealish and Grealish, where's yeah. your spark coming from? Because that was Mares. Mares could give you a moment and that's all you need a little bit. You, you look at the silence of Pep's made though over the past su- summer, Doku, Nunes, players that are very good, ball, and even Kovacic, very good ball carriers of a very high percentage as well. I wonder how long it takes Mikel Arteta to get to that stage. In terms of, you know, you look at the targeting of Mudrik, but more Pedro Neto as well, who's, I think, uh, one of the best dribbles in the league this season in terms of numbers. We need that profile. But yeah, as we keep saying, how are we going to use that profile? Is it going to be to actually use it to his strengths and actually let him go and do his magic? Mm. Because I felt like in a game like this, we needed a game-breaker. We didn't have any. Mm. Not that we're allowing to use him. You could argue that Mills Mifro could do that at times. So mm. He can dribble past a few players, but we're not using that ability. So I think it's a matter of Mikel Arteta figuring out what is the next proper step for his attack without being too short-term. You know, too panicky. Oh, it's like, and I don't think he will be. By the way, he, he ain't gonna panic. He's gonna double down on what he knows, and mm. you know, all it takes is one, one or two, three, one or two wins. As I said, this is for me our first really bad performance of the season. Mm-hmm. So we've been defeated a few times, but when I think I talk about actual defeats, that like you go, we deserve to lose that game. Yeah. For me, this is our first. So I'm not gonna panic too much. But yeah. I, I am totally aware that there's gonna be a lot of overgeneralized opinions. And as, and as Sam says, the X, we can't forget. It's been raining. It was raining. It's it was raining, raining for both teams. It was raining. It was raining. But it's just, it's funny because it's just so, so, so such uh, fine margins. You look at the Fulham's second goal. It, it literally is a fluky goal as it gets, right? And I'm thinking to myself like, why have now did you come? All, all times. You could have come when we were winning games earlier this season. Why did you have to come this moment now? To just no. compile the misery on top of me. No. Uh, Diffident says he's going to contest you with you over a call, if you'd like, for Ivan Tony. I'll give me your number, Bab. Is that right? <laughs> Not the solution. <laughs> and Kuna, thank God. you. Uh, Kuna, one, one, two, three. Thank you so much. Right, let's do some questions. Uh, get your questions in um, and your comments in. I've got a bit of time with you, Bab, so we could probably go over the normal half an hour. We haven't seen the field tilt, my friend. Um, oh, we haven't the field seen the field tilt. <laughs> we Did we win on field tilt? <laughs> we need to see the field tilt. Did we win I'm on field insane. tilt? Guys, we've got guys. We've gone half an hour out of field tilt. Perhaps you're not going to believe this. You are we not going to believe this. No, 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 don't, don't, don't break my heart. Yeah, if we were lost, I don't want to see it. If we were lost, I don't want to see it. Oh, is it not, it's not sharing. Come on, share. Yeah, share. If we lost, it, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Don't worry. Where is it? Share my screen. Wasn't no, it? We didn't lose, surely. No, sure. Did we? Mm. Hang on. I got to save it so I can actually show it. <laughs> the, the, the anticipation is unbelievable. For some reason, yeah. I just won't let me share my screen. Hang on. Oh, no, no, no I'm back. Don't worry. It just won't let me share my screen. But we won. We won 63.4 on field tilt to their 36.6. I can now celebrate my New Year's Eve. That's all that matters. We'll be popping be... the bottles going, we want a field tilt, mate. <laughs> field tilt, I'll see you, baby. Uh, right, yeah, get your questions in. Uh, we've got a bit of time to, to answer some questions. So, uh, yeah, get them in. I feel like we learn a lot more from defeats. So when we win a game, it's always kind of a similar story. Very good, this, this, and that. But let's actually talk about what we feel is 
you know, on our chest right now. I think a lot of fans have got a lot on their chest. And when you lose a game, it all comes out at once. Sometimes a bit too He's much. Back. Right? Sometimes a bit. Ronnie, Ronnie, are you subscribing to the channel? Ronnie, uh, more you just won, bro. You just you won. Just... Go enjoy your win. <laughs> I think Ronnie's subscribed to the Patreon. I can't lie. I, I, think, I think he, he is. Yeah. is. I think he is. Uh, Takeshi says, how do we blame Zinchenko today? We can somehow. I don't know. I don't know how, but we got to do it. Yeah, there is a lot of overgeneralized opinions in Zinchenko for sure. For sure. Patrick Dawson yeah, says, would Postacoglu get more points with the same squad because Arteta is turning Arsenal into expensive Stoke? <laughs> Stoke dead. <laughs> uh, Nico Pepsi. Hey, mate, I just want to say Arteta is for the blame. So is all the players playing U-shaped football. Thinking because Saka's Ronaldinho. Weak, naive, just dumb. He has to fix up. Maybe Havertz at centre-forward. Havertz is a... I don't think Mikel sees from that as a as a viable option. He's done it once or twice, once a season actually. That's, that's it. He's done it once this entire. He started one season. What was it? Uh, Man City the Community Shield. That was the only game. Was Jesus injured? I'm pretty sure. Maybe. So Maybe. I don't think he sees it that. Jesus, in my opinion, does the Maverick stuff, but not to a consistent level. So I just don't think they have it in the locker. No skill moves. It can get very repetitive. The, the also, thing is, like, just... go on, go, go on, go, go. I was gonna say is. I don't think Mikel's going to make this fundamental change to the system going into our next game against Liverpool, by the way. He will see today's performance as us losing basics, as intensity and the duels, right? And he'll go in and he'll, and he'll be like, guys, duels, duels, duels. That's that's what he'll do. Who's that? You know, Mikel, I don't have the same accent ability as yourself, mate. <laughs> uh, Arteta says that that was the worst performance of the season. Painful, yes, a sad day. That's how I would sum it up. Declan Rice, there's no need to panic. There's still so many games to go. We need to be positive. This is not the time to be negative. We've got a great manager, a great set of players, and we'll keep going. Mikel Atesa says, we weren't good enough. Simple as that. Today, we were nowhere near the level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is actually like, I can sit here and go, we deserve to lose that game. I always get a lot of rival fans that say to me, when well, I also do lose games this season, oh, why don't you talk about the rival teams? And I'm like... I don't feel that they deserve to win that game. You look at the West Ham game, for example. I didn't think they were the outright better team by any means. To talk about great defending, we opened you up five times, mate. What do you mean great defending? We, we could have scored three or four goals in that game. So I don't talk about great defending like that. But today, I could tell that the Fulham but you know, a better coach team, you could say. But they had more intensity. They had, you know, just the basics of the passion and the desire to just go in that ball back, to get in our face, to make sure it's difficult for us. And it was annoying for me to watch because I'm going to myself, bro, these, you know, you know, they're doing the right things. So I think Mikel will put this down to fundamentals, not down to systems or players or individuals or signings. He'll go, look, this is the first time I've seen it this season of us just being out, out physiqued. Yep. Eddie and Smith Rowe have to go in January to have money to spend. Sounds like that's the case. One will go. One I think will one go. will go. I think one will go. One we haven't go. actually, we haven't discussed Smith Rowe. <sighs> he doesn't trust him. And he should be the one. If, if he's trust. serious about his career, I think he should go. Yeah. I would love him to stay and love him to break into the first team, but it's not happening. And so if I'm in Moss Mithro, what is he, 22, 23 now? Yeah. And I'm looking at his stock, you know, he's still at a stock where a new cost would still go for him. Maybe fast forward a year and if sign someone else and he, they won't go mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. So I think he needs to look to to force something. The shame for us is he's a different profile to what we exactly. we have in that in that position. But if the coach doesn't trust him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can say all you want about it, but um, yeah, it's there's shame. always that thing, man. Where fans have got that player they want to see start. Kivio is a prime example, actually. Like, start him, start him, start him, and then he starts today, and they go, "Actually, he's not ready, is he?" Mm. <laughs> so you, you, maybe, the there, coach, no... maybe the coach is serious. Yeah, maybe he does know a bit more than us. 
Uh, Wayne, thank you for your contribution. Jacob, thank you for your contribution. We need a striker in Jan and a CDM. How players are Eddie Cedric at this company? Tony in January and Super Mandy, then in summer get cover for Sackers. His form is non-existent. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think a lot of players stay at Arsenal because Arteta likes them for the culture. <laughs> and I think, it, you know, players, it's clearly, you know, from what Arteta That's says. That's important, by the way. I know, 100%. You know, players, even players like Rob Holding staying around that long, but like, you know, specifically players like Elneny, Nketiah, Cedric, they clearly are the players that are happy to be in emer- emergency, but play less minutes, but also give it absolute everything every day in training. And I think, I think it's not necessarily, I think we, we, we watch the games, we watch the 90 minutes and we don't necessarily see that. And I think it's more important for those making the decisions than, than it is for fans. Um, I agree. Uh, Simon Zipno says, I heard Kim Kalstrom is available in January. I also, I'm going to try and find someone. Someone said near the beginning of this that we need Pepe back. And I just, I just, can I find He's a maverick. <laughs> He's a maverick. L- listen. <laughs> He's a maverick. I'll tell you that. I can't find it. But someone at the, someone near the beginning of it, someone can find that comment. But someone at the Alex, beginning of the thing. We've not, obviously, we, we had the uh, blip towards the end of last season in, in the title race right towards the end but I think at this part of the season we've not had it for a while you are about to see on, on the X the most over over generalised worst opinions you will ever see until we win a game again Pep Arteta needs to go bring in yeah. Eddie Howe so, something like that it will happen trust me you will see it you will see that Bakayo Saka's average player apparently, like that Lacazette needs to return you know you, you will see and this is what annoys me the most about defeats is fans don't actually look at what's wrong they'll just go everything's wrong Alba's cooking in France. <laughs> Is he? I mean, we've seen his last uh, two games. When was the last time Raya made an important save? I thought Raya was quite good today, actually. Yeah, she made a good good save as Archie. It was a lovely save where he kind of was it top top right, top left. Yeah, I, I, uh, to his left. Yeah, from Kenny, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I thought he was alright. I actually thought he was pretty good today, and he he started off our um our character. Honestly, he saved the penalty of the Kalasanach, bring back Marquinhos, let's get Gwenduzi in, bring back yeah. Iwobi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Might as well bring back Unai Emery. I'm telling you, they'll be they'll be fine saying bring back Unai Emery. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh god. Right, Bass, we'll finish it there. Yeah. We'll finish it there. Listen, everyone. Go and enjoy your New Year's Eve. Don't let Arsenal ruin another another evening this year. Uh, they haven't ruined that many evenings, but recently they've ruined quite a few of my evenings. Uh, so let's go and enjoy it and have a happy new year. We don't need to change the manager. We don't need to sack all our players. We don't need to you know, kill someone. Like, just calm down. Let's have a look and look at what we win need to do. Our duels. Win, win our duels. We need to win our duels. Get the basics of football right. But more, more importantly... Work out What's our attacking that? patterns. Sean Dash and... <laughs> Put it in that end. Don't stop it going in that end. Um, uh, yeah, look, w- w- get the basics right, obviously, and improve our finishing. That is, you know, be better in both boxes. Fair enough. It's our attacking patterns. It's how we approach the final third. It's um, being careful of our defensive concentration, which I think is starting to slip a little bit. And just maybe some some freshness in January. We don't need to yeah. th- throw everything away. Um, yeah. here's how I see it I, I think I see it as normally Mikel will go we've lost the game in the boxes today was the first time we've actually lost the game outside the boxes very good that's good good analysis can you Try pair the XG of our down. front three versus other top six please you'll see what I mean uh... but if you've seen our XG in the last like 10 games in the league like, it's really gone high compared to the rest of the league I've seen a, a stat recently about it that we've yeah. actually made a lot of chances recently so this is a game where we didn't make many chances, but 
take the last five games before that, we were making more and more chances. Yeah, I wish nope. I, I wish I could share my screen, but we're we're still fairly high in the open play XG table. Obviously, really high on the set play XG table. You know, it's I don't I don't I also don't I think from an XG perspective because of the way we play um, and how solid we've been, they are related. So you know, we can't always look at that. Uh, there we go. There there is twenty twenty three there and there. Say that, Babs. There, there and there. There and there. I hope you all have a lovely New Year's Eve. Um, Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. Um, and yeah, let's remain positive. Let's remain positive. Let's just start. Babs. Is it? See you in 2024, mate. See you in 2024, mate. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.